we back once again it's on (laughs) welcome to the parental advisory podcast before we get started as always we need you to do what what do we need you to do tiff i want you to lead it off what do they need to do like share subscribe and smash that button (laughs) goddamn it parental advisory podcast you can find us on youtube as well on instagram at the parental advisory podcast uh, this episode is brought to you by Slimmin' Huskies. Yes. yes. Pizza Beeria. Best pizza out there. It's legit. I learned from you that they are black owned. I did Absolutely. not know that. They are black owned. And another good thing about them, they're actually the first and only black owned business on Fifth and Broadway in Nashville, Tennessee, true. which true. is where oh, they are originated from. So dope. they are uh, three gentlemen from Nashville, Tennessee. And Slim and Husky is a fast, casual uh, pizza shop with a love for hip hop and R&B culture. So they locally are sourced. They have locally sourced ingredients with local craft brews. And what they do is they build the community by advocating the people and businesses that make every space great. So they have 10 locations over three states in Tennessee, Georgia, as well as California. So those brothers are doing it. I'm rocking a little collaboration they did with the Trap Museum down. Here in Atlanta, so huge shout out to uh, Slim and Husky. You gonna Absolutely. give a company objective though, ain't he though? Absolutely. Listen, he dropped he gonna, it. <laughs> you know he so gonna crazy? give a, a company objective. <laughs> At that Trap Museum event when they were first dropping here before they did the Howell Mill location, I remember Clint. Um, we're having some conversation, and he said, "Hey, yeah, we're looking at expanding." I'm like, "Oh, that's great, man! I can't wait till you guys are here." And he said, um, "Yeah, we're gonna have eight coming up." And what was that? They yeah, had two already they, and yeah. have 10. Dope. That's yeah. crazy. He talked it in fruition and he said it. Dope. That's crazy, man. That's he manifested that, man. That's amazing. Like, you can actually awesome. order it like frozen. They can send it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. They're doing it. Just awesome. check out the website. Really Go to slimminghuskies.com. Really so they're super dope. Good guys, man. Just really proud of them. Really proud of them. One time for TSU, too. Got to go Absolutely. And the noobs. You know, that's what we do. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> we got a shameless plug. Shameless plug out there. So, no, we're uh, hot to Before we get going, how's everybody going? What's going on? I see we got the boys. Boys in the hood, yeah. Over there. So y'all kept like, referencing Jay Z last time. So oh, I'm you switched over to Q. Oh, she dropped it on us. No Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I see you getting in, in tune for Juneteenth over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know, I always got to represent uh, for the culture as well. So, um, you know, Juneteenth. And be prepared. Anything going on with uh, HBCU alum? For Absolutely. Juneteenth? Yeah, What'd we got, got a couple of events. Um, doing some vendor events uh, for HBCU alum okay. this summer. Um, and really excited about this Juneteenth event that we're going to do here in Atlanta at uh, Lakewood and also uh, Essence Festival. Oh, he nice. just dropped the bomb on him. Nice. We'll talk yeah. about it later. Oh, okay, okay. Essence. I've never Big been. Thing. Maybe I should go. This would be the. I'm gonna say I've never been. I've never been. Essence. Well, let's make it a group we trip. Make a group trip to Essence. <laughs> Kiki, you gonna fly on down, catch us at Essence? Of course. Of yes. course. Pull on, pull on. I want um, parental advisory T-shirts, though. I'm just making Ooh, my personal okay. request. Okay. okay. Can your girl make them? Absolutely. Yeah. I can make them. I can say my homegirl make them. I gotta have two homegirls that make T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for the merch. Let's do it. Yeah. I made this one at work, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Love. Love. Looking a little snug over there, bro. Uh-uh. What you been hitting? 
Oh, <laughs> Is that dad life? Is that totally. No, no. So this week we're gonna be talking to you about good cop, bad cop. You know, we're not talking about police brutality or anything like that, even though it's not a joke. That's some real stuff no, that absolutely. needs to chill That's out. True. But absolutely. we're talking about good cop and bad cop when it comes to parenting. So, you know, if you're good copping and bad copping, I mean, if you or your spouse take, you know, opposing roles and dealing with your kids. You're not the only one. You know, many parents take the role of good cop, bad cop, you know, in the family. So, for instance, dad is the kid's best buddy and mom is the nag or dad is strict and mom is the sympathizers. But the funny part is parents aren't supposed to be cops. True. More than cops, you are supposed to simply be the coaches Mm -hmm. for your children. So instead of actually being a cop, it's more coaching. But... It is still looked at sometimes in parenting as good cop, bad cop. Mm -hmm. So kind of how I want to break the ice is throwing out there. Do you actually agree with the method of good cop and bad cop? I'll say that I disagree with the overall like theory of it per se, but I do agree with the the difference in personalities that you will have, right? Mm -hmm. Someone will be more of the enforcer of discipline, right? Mm -hmm. And it's natural. Both people can. Um, but someone is going to give the whoopings a little bit more mm-hmm. than the other, per se. Um, and, and usually the case is where, you know, say, for example, a, a, a maybe a dad has a more of a re- loose relationship in terms of the day-to-day, you know, are you doing this? Did you do your homework? Did you uh, make sure you brush your teeth? Did you All those things from a day-to-day standpoint, historically, you would say the stigma is that the mom uh, makes sure that happens. And so... Um, you know, and how I was raised as well, both the parents were definitely focused on those day-to-day activities and make sure stuff happened. But I, I knew that my mom would give me a little bit more whippings mm-hmm. than my dad. And I really didn't get a lot anyway because I was a great kid. But, sure you were, Terry. But what I'm saying is, too, <laughs> of course, I feel like for some situations, you know, you could, if your mom says no, maybe your dad says yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think kids figure that out oh, and they absolutely. try to manipulate mm-hmm. the situation. Because one parent is going to say yeah, you can't have that. Another one will. And like, mom said I can. Dad said yeah, I can. Yeah, so yeah. I think people, you know, kids kind of place their parents against each other and those type of things. And so um, just from an overall standpoint of a number of different topics, it could be um, school related or uh, organizations that they're in or uh, practice or bedtime or I want to go out and do this this weekend. One parent may say yes and one parent may say no, mm-hmm. right? And so who are you? Yeah, Are you yeah. the good, good or the bad one? Are you the one who's more stern or less stern? You want the ones who's more understanding. So I feel like that's the good and bad aspect, but I think it's more of a coach, a leader, yeah. an instructor. I'm trying to teach you the right way. I'm not trying to be the disciplinarian mm-hmm. strictly just because I want to be a jerk. Yeah. Blueprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blueprint. Be the, be the blueprint. Be the blueprint. Be, yeah. be Jigaman. But um, now what it does is it splits. Like you mm-hmm. say, it Terrence, does. it pretty much splits the parent. The kids know, hey, I can go to mm-hmm. mom for this because mm-hmm. dad isn't going. And, right. and, and kids do that. Mm-hmm. My daughter does that. Mm-hmm. She'll go to me. She doesn't have the capacity to know that even though we're not in the same household, we still communicate. Mm-hmm. So she'll go to her mother and say X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. and think she'll get away with it. Right. And her mom comes back to me and it's like, yo, what is Zoe talking about? I'm like, <laughs> she's trying to pull a fast one. So exactly. it is interesting. They'll, they'll try to split that. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Um, in my situation, my son definitely plays that. Um, I don't agree with the whole good cop, bad cop mm-hmm. thing. I do believe in, 
um, like I said earlier, uh, the kids more than likely will not listen to a word that you say, but they will do as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so being a blueprint works. It's more effective than being good cop, bad cop. But as far as the terminology or the um, psychology behind it, mm-hmm. I think I, I, I as a parent would say I do both. And I kind of have to as a single mm-hmm. mom. Um, I know with, with some subjects I'm very stern and the girls know not to try me and in other ways we can be very open and transparent where maybe other 15 year olds wouldn't feel that comfortable talking to their mom about a certain subject so um I guess I can play both roles. I know with me growing up, my dad was definitely good cop. I felt more comfortable, Mm -hmm. like you said, coming Mm -hmm. to him with things. I felt less judged. I felt uh, more protected, you know, that kind of thing, as opposed to my mom. She was definitely bad cop. Like the standard was up here and, you know, I couldn't do anything. It was really stern and strict and that kind of thing. So I knew what not to even try my mom with. And Mm -hmm. I knew that I could not get away with certain things, but I knew I could, there was a safety net more with, with my, with my dad and my son, um, definitely plays that, you know, uh, I mentioned before, you know, uh, certain words in the house, in his household, because he's in a religious household and at his father's house, very strict religious household, um, certain words he's not even allowed to say. So at my house, when he says it, it cracks him up and he's like, you know, it, it, again, the word but, he's just like, you know, it's like right. such a big deal. He thinks he's cursing <laughs> in my house, you know? It's like, and we just crack up laughing. He's, um, or the word like poopy or something like that, where I guess in a, in a church environment, it's, it's inappropriate, where in my living room, it's funny, yeah. you know? So he's just like, you smell like poopy. And he's like cracking up yeah. laughing, you know? So, um, yeah, I get I it. I mean, when you grow up in a, you know, which I grew up in a very Christian religious mm-hmm. household, but you can't even say lie. You have yeah, to say, right. yeah. I was telling the untruth. You telling the untruth. Very, very, you know, yeah. no lie. You can't even say shoot or, right, yeah. you know, darn. Yep, darn, you know, yeah. Don't mm-hmm. say dang because that's too close to mm-hmm. damn. So, mm-hmm. and you know what's worse than all of that, too? Sucking your teeth. Oh, oh yeah. You better not do that. Sucking your teeth. Yeah, that's, that's no good. That'll get you smacked. That's like saying the F word or something. Right. Where we look at it in our, in our house, when he says things that, I guess when I laugh about it, um, it's more like if he gives me a little bit of attitude, if I see a rolling of the eye, it's comical to me because I feel like he's getting that from my daughters. Mm. So for him to absorb that at three years old and his itty bitty little body to know how to put it in the right context, Mm -hmm. it's hysterical to me. So like when he told Dingo he's being disobedient, we bust out laughing. Yeah. It was like, what? How? (laughs) Spell it. How do you know what disobedient (laughs) means? You know, and how to even say it in the right way. So, you know, say certain things, it's just, it's hysterical to us. They do. Because now, you know, Zoe's thing is, first of all, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know where she gets it from. She gets it from both of us because I will say it. I'm like, first of all, and then she'll say, first of all, I'm like, first of all, where did you get this from? Here's the or mine is here's what I don't understand. That's what I say to her. So now she's like, well, here's what I don't understand. And I'm like, well, what do you know? Uh, I understand. Uh, the girl, my favorite one from I don't even remember which one it was, but I used to say a lot like, you hear me, but you're not listening. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I might have been driving or something like that, and one of my girls was like, mommy. You hear me, but because I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mommy, you hear me, but you're not really listening to me. Excuse me, you know. So yes, there are sponges. Kiki, how do you feel about good cop, Mm -hmm. bad cop? What are your thoughts on it? I know we were talking about it before. You were like, well, Mm -hmm. what'd you say? You you about to cut me down? Yeah, I was. I was like, that's our topic today. (laughs) See, I put that spin on it though. You like that? You judge me. It's okay. I'm used to it. it. Um, the whole theory of good cop, bad cop, like in regards to like officers is to me it's more of a manipulation and i don't like that idea of Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. um 
in regards to parenting of what I think people really mean though was like the bad cop is typically the one that's doing the disciplinary and mm-hmm. the disciplinary mm-hmm. things and the good cop is the one that's kind of a little bit more permissive um for me I have to do both I hate doing both yeah. I'm, I'm yes. not <laughs> I'm not a disciplinarian I'm that's not that's not my personality so when I do have to do it it's me being out of character and I hate it so mm-hmm. I tend to go with the role of, um, you know, like I said before, um, when we were talking about parenting styles, um, that I go with like what I want to teach them. And that's how, you know, where I am their coach and like coaching them through things and everything like that. That's what I would prefer to do Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to be the bad person. Like you have, we do natural consequences in our household. Like Mm -hmm. you stayed up too late now you got to be tired mm-hmm. of school because so you got to mm-hmm. get up and you know yeah. you got to do this um you um even with you know homework and stuff like you know I'm talking to my daughter um about like you need to do your homework you, you know you know you do these things you know the consequences if the grades at the end of the day are not together mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna let you you know do that part um even like earlier she was telling me she was like mom she's like I, I I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all my stuff done she's like what you said made sense. And what I told her, I was like, what's frustrating with you? I was like, you can get straight A's if you want it to. Mm-hmm. I was like, but you choose not to do your stuff. And I don't know the reason why you choose not to do your stuff. I said, I think it's pretty dumb that you go to school every day and you don't do your work. You just sit there in class. Like, mm-hmm. and to her, it made sense. So it's like, I do like basic logical things. Like if you're there, you might as well do your stuff. Yeah. And, and that's really what's going to stick with them. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, at least in a positive light, um, cause that was the way my, my dad parented. Um, he made it like I was not his equal, but I felt like I was being talked to like as a person mm-hmm. as opposed to being talked yeah. down to, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so there was no reprimanding with him. It was kind of like, well, if you don't do this is every action causes a reaction to duh, or, you know, for every finger that you point is three more pointing back at you. He used to say really like profound things, you know, mm-hmm. that really makes sense now as an adult, like, okay, well, I mean, I, I get it now. Um, so yeah, that's really going to stick with them, uh, as an adult, you know, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just, when you said that, I say that like when I'm, yeah. <laughs> Hey, when I'm dating somebody and they try to tell me about myself, I'd be like, you know what? Every time you point the finger at me, there's three more point back. At you, so maybe you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. do that. I'm sorry. I can't. I do that every time somebody tries to call. That's me, why like, you, you don't know, point at him. I know, I, you, you point, you point like them, you hey. give them all of them. Right? It's like that you. And hey, you give them that. Give them that mafia. You right. give them the, give them the sunny. Exactly. <laughs> but you remember things like that. Yeah. Too, as well, because I remember yeah, like in church, if you're sitting there and being a little bit too talkative or something <laughs> of that nature, uh, you know, my mom used to bite her lip. Right. And she bit that bottom lip. You better get right. Yeah, you better right? get right. You better get right quickly so i think those things uh, you know naturally if you were raised or not raised that way you try to actually instill those as well you know i I, the question for i guess everyone too um playing the bad cop portion of it the disciplinarian aspect if you ever had to discipline your kids where you felt as if man i actually feel bad about doing this absolutely um and a little bit Mm -hmm. of regret i don't not, I wouldn't say regret. I think, uh, and we're human, and yeah. I, and I say that to the girls too, and and they know I've said this over and over with them. And we raised each other. Mommy has made many, many mistakes um, that I'm not doing right now. You know, I've learned a lot from parenting you guys at, at such a young, at 19 years old and 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've 
I often, if not every time, apologize for snapping the way that I did. Mm-hmm. But what I my passion behind is because I expect a lot more from you guys. Yeah, and right. maybe you that's guys fair. caught me in a, in a bad moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not fair for me to make you feel like that. But I want you to understand why mommy, you know, mommy felt that way, but mm-hmm. also the message behind it. You know, so um, we have those very and I think that's why they feel really uh, open, being candid and um, vulnerable around me, because I am totally okay with saying mommy uh, you yeah. know mommy shouldn't have did that and mommy mommy shouldn't have not it. snapped on you like that and i shouldn't have spoke to you like that and i'm and i'm sorry you just caught me in a bad moment but yeah. mommy's human and it's okay yeah. you know to to be vulnerable and to say i'm sorry i, I fucked up but you still got to make sure you you know you for still sure. got to make sure you do this this mm-hmm. and then third so for sure yeah. and I'm, I'm guilty of that as well and i mean when i do that i pretty much the same because sometimes Zoe catches me and I will like never lose it like in a belligerent manner but I may raise my voice or I may talk a little more stern and normally it's not because she's doing something silly it's because she's probably doing something that could hurt herself and that's what Mm -hmm. we try to tell her when she's doing these certain things when mommy and daddy are telling you yes this is right or no we're not telling you this for shits and giggles we're telling you this because this is something that can hurt you or harm you or cause harm or hurt or get mommy and daddy in trouble so it's you know that's why you have to ask the question because if i'm just because i'm disciplining you does that make me bad cop it doesn't necessarily make you bad cop you know it's just more or less you being a disciplinarian which needs to be done so and you're being a parent right you're you're actually trying to give instruction to showcase, hey, this is the right thing, this is the wrong thing. Because a lot yeah. of times kids don't know right or wrong. Yet. They don't. They have no idea, mm-hmm. right? And the consequences that their actions could help you. And especially being a minority, mm-hmm. and especially being, I would say, even say a black male these days. So you have to also, you know, be very, very cautious about things that you do that other people can do. Right? Yeah. And so very true. Um, that, that's something that I want to personally instill because, you know, simple things is, you know, walking in some place, if you're a black male and you, have a mask on and a hoodie. People look at you different right. than yeah. other Perce- people, yeah, and, and especially mm-hmm. during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of crazy, and perception is really, really mm-hmm. uh, different. And For things sure. are black and white. I'm sorry to say that, but uh, certain things have to be instilled because yeah. uh, other parents don't have to teach these same lessons that we have to. Yeah, right? absolutely. Uh, teaching your kids early on um, is how you speak. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. me doing that, like mommy shouldn't have done this, but you know, the context of what I was saying is still very much there, but the way I said it was wrong. Right. And yeah. I apologize for that much. But, you know, I still have an expectation and I still expect, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I think putting that in them, I, I come for them. So I have three rules in my house. You get good grades, you clean up after yourself, and you treat each other with dignity and respect. You can ask my daughters anytime what my mommy's three rules are, and that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Even when they're coming at each other, it's like, yo, watch your tone. Mm-hmm. When you talk to her, you know, like right. being disrespectful gets you nowhere. So you can be upset and so express yourself in a way that's effective, but not disrespectful to the other person because it gets hidden in the message. People often now we're arguing about how we're arguing as opposed to what we're actually having a debate about, mm-hmm. you know. So being mm-hmm. effective in your tone, being effective in your speech and how you talk to people will get you a lot further. And I've told them this often before, you know, people expect mommy to be the crazy Latina because of what I look like. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't often expect the educated, the one that has vernacular, the one, you know what I'm saying? Get so uh, don't don't give them that. You know what I'm saying? Give them what they don't expect. For and sure. for, you know, for what? When you can be a lot more effective speaking to someone in a tone that's like, damn, 
you, she didn't tell me about myself professionally. Yeah, and yeah. I that's can't do shit about it. That kills them. That kills yes. them. Yes. Kills them. If you, yes. I can mm-hmm. cut them down without having to swear, and you mm-hmm. can yeah. just use your vernacular, oh as you God. just said. <laughs> I mean, it will kill them. So, like, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. Marquita, what would you say? I know we everybody pretty much has come to the conclusion that we don't necessarily agree with the good cop, bad cop terminology as far as parenting. However, in the state of good parent, good cop, bad cop, would you say that there should always be one person that is good cop and one that is bad? Or should the roles be switched at time if that mm-hmm. comes up, if that's the method? What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think you do what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that's just that you do what works for you. I think you should do what comes naturally for you to do. If I jumped up and was all of a sudden bad cop, my kids would look at me like I was crazy. Like yeah. crazy. Because <laughs> um, they'd be like, what are you doing? And, and and at a certain point, I wouldn't even be able to do it effectively. Because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Y'all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, you know, I, I coach them to do what it is that, you know, to handle situations the way that I'll you know, the way that I would like for them to, I am the, I'm the weird mom that sits in the grocery store. Like if we're having a meltdown, like we are taking deep breaths. We are, you know, Got we you are Wu-San doing in the grocery we are. store. Wusan and Meyer. Are. You go to Meyer or you go to Kroger? I got a Kroger. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but we, we, we do that. We do that all the time. And that's how we are. Um, when my oldest was younger, people used to laugh at, well, me and her, cause you know, she'd be at home. She's like, I just need some time to myself. And I'm like, okay, go take your time. And most of it is because she needed to relax and calm down. I just need mm. some time. Knock yourself out. Go take your time and then come back and we can talk about it. Mm. Um, that's, that's you know, that's how we, that's how we operate. Um, because it works. It's effective for Yeah, us. I was yeah. say, that's, that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. I think in the moment where the girls and I are not necessarily getting into it, but whenever I'm reprimanding, mm-hmm. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I can't say that they've ever asked for that, but I would be like, "Do you need a minute?" Mm-hmm. And they'll say yes, and you know, and go to their mm-hmm. room. But I think in that moment they're like, "Hell no, I ain't finna ask for nothing." Mm-hmm. While, you know, right now, like, can I get mm-hmm. a minute? Um, but that it is very effective, you know, because I I just need a minute, and mm-hmm. and that's okay, even as I an adult. Take a minute, yeah, 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 as an adult, I need mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. See, I'm not a I need mm-hmm. a minute person. I'm having to learn that, like. I've had to oh no, men will chase like, you. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, we're gonna yeah, talk, we talk about, about this, this right, right now. now. Yes, we're talking about this right now. Male I'm, DNA. I'm, I'm that I'm is. To learn. Kiki, tell them as a therapist, it don't work, baby. It does. Give me it a minute, it, please. Well, we want to be problem solvers, though. We want to get the problem and over, that, right? And if you give me a minute. You know what taught me to give a minute? <laughs> when I didn't give somebody a minute and they threw a dog on pencil my way, I said, you know what? I'm going to give a minute moving forward. I said, I know this woman did not yeah. throw a pencil at me. I threw it you in your direction. You people have their moment. Yeah. I've heard, I've give me a minute. Hey. look at me like I'm crazy. See, but I'm like, like, I'll on. let you have a long minute. I have a, It'll be a real long minute. You may not hear oh from me again. That's how long it's going to be because we need to tackle this right now. I give a minute now. Listen, you talked about the grocery store earlier. I've seen uh-huh. little kids throw temper tantrums <laughs> in the grocery store, and I'm like, you don't need a minute. You need a whooping. Yeah, right. For so, real. You know, that's yeah. one thing that if you keep on giving somebody a minute, a minute, a minute, they're going to take an hour. Right? Well, Man. that's a balance of that good cop, bad cop thing where, again, I know my girls feel open, and, and they can be vulnerable, and we can talk about, you know, things that other teenagers may not be comfortable talking to their mom about. Yeah. However, they know better than to try me. You know, my son, he knows that he can lay with me and he, mm-hmm. you know, I'm soft with him and that kind of thing, but he, you bet not. And you know, and I don't have to do that. He just yeah. knows better than to try me. And that's kind of instilling a little bit of fear in them in a way where it's like, okay, I know not to try mom. You know what I'm saying? I may have not ever mm-hmm. whooped you because I don't beat my kids. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't. So I, I, yeah, I don't, I do not beat my kids. I have oh, not. Oh, okay. I have not. I can, I can tell you, I, and my I, girls I, are, my girls are 15 years old, maybe 
three times ever in their lifetime have I ever spanked the bud or like anything like that. Um, I'll but pop yeah, a I just I'll pop I have, an egg. I, it's rare. I just though. never. Mm-hmm. I just never. And I grew up getting beaten, so maybe that, that was a, a thing for me that mm-hmm. I just didn't want to do that. But I think I, my personality and the relationship that we've established has instilled enough fear and confidence in them mm-hmm. that it's like. With, with my dad, my dad, my stepdad never had, he didn't have to beat me. But if I fucked up with him, it hurt me because it was mm-hmm. like, damn, he looks at me as on such a pedestal mm-hmm. that I don't want him to look at me any less than that. And I and I would like to believe that my kids look at me in that light as well. Like, man, my mom, you know, thinks I'm golden and I don't want to be anything less than shiny, you know? And that's a good point, too. I think we talked about good and bad cop, but I feel like it's a hybrid of feared versus loved, right? Yeah. You want to be a hybrid of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still, to this day, I'm a ghostly afraid of my parents right I'm not afraid of doing anything necessarily wrong in general I'm afraid of letting them down yeah disappointing them yeah and so that Mm -hmm. that that fear factor has actually led me to make some great decisions every day you make decisions right good or bad and you try to think of the consequences with them so from a parental standpoint that's kind of the same type of mind Mm -hmm. that I want to actually have the fear versus love you want to have a combination of both but you still want to have some of that fear. I, I grew up jumping over belts, man. I don't know if y'all yeah. know about mm-hmm. that. I'm going to the uh, yard outside and picking a switch, switch out, off the tree. You better pick a good man. one and go pick another one. Don't My pick mom one was so break. young that I remember running down the stairs and she threw a textbook at me. Oh, <laughs> now, you learn today. That's how nah, young my mom was. You know, it's wild because like my mom, it would take, it's kind of like we said, the disappointment more than like she would, what would kill me the most is when she's like, I'm not upset. I'm, I'm not hurt. I'm just so disappointed. Oh, yeah, my dad's like, oh, oh, come on yeah. with the like mental Claire work. Yeah. Yeah, she would hit right me there. with the Claire. Yeah. I've gone from <laughs> points of rage I know, just, to <laughs> anger. <laughs> just want to have big fun, big fun with the wretched. Big fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, I would say in my instance, it's not, we don't play good cop, bad cop, but I'm probably, if there were one, I'm the good cop because my ex will tell me whenever she's disciplining Zoe, she'll say, I want to go to daddy's oh, house see. because I don't, I mean, she's the rest haven. Yeah, I'm the rest haven. Yeah. yeah, not Russell rest haven, but I am the rest haven. But <laughs> no, it's like I, she doesn't really do anything for me that I have to be a stern disciplinarian, but that also goes with a level of comfortability because. I would never try my dad, but I only spent summers with my dad. I tried my mom on a regular all the time. Mm-hmm. I would, mm-hmm. And my mom would even say to me, you wouldn't try that with your dad. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, because it was that dad figure. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my dad, I can think of one time that he had to really whoop me because I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But my mom, on the other hand, oh, she was whooping me until That's I was like 12. She said until one time she whooped me. And it didn't hurt anymore. And she said, I just turned around and looked at her and it made her think of the exorcist because oh, I like no. turned on. And she said after that, she was done whooping me. So, you know, I just feel like it's it's all about which parent, because kids are naturally more comfortable with one parent. I think yeah. when you're That's in a situation yeah, where yeah. it's split, yeah. mm-hmm. that they're more comfortable with one. So in my personal situation, I think that Zoe is more comfortable around her mother. Not that she's uncomfortable around me, but that's her comfort zone. And I think that they have that feminine connection versus with daddy. You know, with dad, it's a certain way you're inflection of your voice yeah. it's your tone oh, yes. it's right. a little it oh, can be yes. more authoritative yeah. and they just get shook because there's oh, yes. times that I won't even yell but I will say something in such a manner she just gets shook and I just see that little tear mm-hmm. and yeah. then that's when I'm like oh yeah. I did that I but did you that. still need to do what I said All right. exactly. yeah so you can get this textbook <laughs> not the textbook <laughs> but you know what the whole whooping thing I think um, 
Um, I, my perspective, I guess, is a little different where I guess it's effective for other people. And I don't judge that. I think if that's the way your parenting skill mm-hmm. is, kudos to you. Um, with me, I know growing up, after, like you said, and that's what triggered me to even say this, is that when you say you were 12 years old and it didn't work anymore, with me, I knew that if I did something wrong or if I didn't do something to her standard, I just got the whooping and I would just embrace it and keep it yeah. pushing. I used to ask for where, the whooping. Where, Purse is taking my privilege. That's what I'm saying, which which with me, it's like, okay, girlies, give me the cell phone. They're like, oh, my oh, God. That's the you know? Right. For three mm-hmm. days with no cell phone, it's like, okay, I'm going to shape up as opposed to let me just eat this one up real quick. Because that was me at some point. Let me just eat this little ass whooping up real quick and then I'm going to go back to my room See, and keep it pushing. Phone. My mom would just take my line. You know, back in the day when we had landlines, oh, I had to my take my door line. I'm taking off the, the line. Hinges. You're like, hey, Marquita, probably, you remember? Hey, uh, don't call me. I'm on punishment. Uh, I can't uh, talk <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> my line is, yes. my mom will answer my line. Uh, yes, Remy is on punishment right now. Oh, that was the worst. Like, why are you telling my business, man? See, that help you shape up, though, right there. It does. But I always say, too, you know, I grew up in the South and a lot of times people said, hey, you'd rather have your parents whoop them than let the streets whoop them, right? Yeah. So, you know, whatever your fear factor is instilling of discipline has to be, it, it, it nothing is right or wrong, right? However you want to do it, you want to do it if it's legal, right? And you're not mm-hmm. going to get the uh, defects called on you. But mm-hmm. just from an overall standpoint, I feel like taking away privileges, some people put their kids in timeouts, some mm-hmm. people... Uh, you know, make sure they can't have electronics and they have to just sit in the room and read or some people actually have to do extra chores. Whatever it is to get to the common goal is what it is. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what you feel comfortable with as well. I just know, too, from a standpoint, if I felt if I had some consequences with the action, it would make Mm -hmm. me a better decision than that. Mm -hmm. Every action causes a reaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My mom used to tell me there's consequences to your actions, whether they be good, bad, or indifferent. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I swear (laughs) my mom was like, like, I can't remember what word I'm going to have to ask her. She used to make me write, when I would mess up, I used to have to write something out of the dictionary 500 times. I can't remember what it was. I'm going to have to ask her. Man, she used to have me on that, but yeah, that's the one. She'll still sell that to me, because I mean, even though I'm a grown man, I still make some decisions that she's like that was foolish but i'm gonna let you know remy there are consequences <laughs> oh to your actions whether they be good bad or indifferent she's gonna laugh when she hears it yeah, like, oh, you think you can imitate me i'm like that's how you sound kind of you know how you sound but no i think that's that's good stuff i mean like everybody says here uh we don't necessarily agree with good cop bad cop but you know if that's what you do then that's fine but just remember what we'll say is you're not in uniform. Mm-hmm. So as mm-hmm. the sign says, you are not you are not in uniform. uniform. No. We are not here to be cops for our kids. We are here to simply guide them and be parental role blueprint. models to them and give them the blueprint. Yep. Mm-hmm. The yes. blueprint. So yeah, that's good stuff. There's anybody got any closing things, anything they need to get off their chest? Any more um Jay Z references over there? No. Joke. No. Kiki, you got anything? <laughs> Not, I just want to say y'all with some bad kids. I never got oh. a day in my life. I was say no. Well, I yeah, wasn't a bad kid. I think I was just her standard was no, Marquita, just different. But I've my kids, I, I have fairly afraid. good Don't kids. Lie. Yeah. Don't lie, Marquis. I, I, I never, I've never got a whooping. Never got a whooping. Okay, that's maybe because Von, Von mm-hmm. got all the whoopings for you, huh? You he didn't did. have to get it. He, he got all the whoopings for you. Are you the youngest? Are you the youngest? No. No, I'm the middle child, but oh, I'm well, that explains it. Right. Okay, next oh, episode. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> 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 right. 
That's why the middle child got over everything. You're not the oldest. You're not yeah. the youngest. Like, yes, they get over everything. The, I was the eldest. I mean, my dad had other kids, and I was an exemplary uh, big brother. Even my stepmother. Yeah, yeah, I was not exemplary. I was exemplary. <laughs> kid, but I was a little talkative in class sometimes. I would, hey, you got that? And uh, if you get that recording, they left a voice message at your parents' oh house. Oh, my let goodness. You know that Before you, you get home. Oh, my goodness. I deleted those. Come on now. Man, I didn't have time. I didn't right. was it before I, I got home. Yeah. Nah, mm-hmm. I had time. My mom used to work until 6. They sent that message at 3. I would get home and say, delete. Oh, she your mama listening to this right oh, hey, now. Don't matter now. I got my, hey, I got and my And she's going to tell you told for every decision you yeah, make. Well, <laughs> I still graduated. <laughs> I still graduated. But no, nah, I know. Like, I know. Baby. I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man, but no, that's good, man. That's good stuff, man. I appreciate everybody's feedback and everything they have. So thank you guys again for tuning in. And once again, this episode has been sponsored by Slim and Husky. Go check them out. Really? If you're in Georgia, we got two mm-hmm. in Atlanta. I think it's what, six, seven or something in Tennessee, Tennessee Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro Chattanooga, Chattanooga uh, Memphis. Memphis. I think they're about to open one in Birmingham, if I'm not mistaken, or yep, Huntsville, Birmingham. somewhere in Alabama. If you, yep. Louisville. I think yep. If you're out in Sacramento, California, check them out in Sacktown. You know, they got it out there. Or you can go to their website and they'll send you a frozen joint. You can get them frozen. So um, also remember to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, the Parental Advisory Podcast. I always want to say parentaladvisory.com like we got a whole website. One that's day, coming. We'll that's coming. coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we got discount codes. I know. We got it's discount codes. Yeah, we got <laughs> discount codes. So we'll see if we can get Slim and Husky to throw one on there, too. We'll have to holler at them. we had to oh, holler at them. Yes. They, they big boys. They big boys. They don't know if they're going to mess with us, but they rock with us. We'll, we'll holler at them. One dollar off. Yeah, one dollar. <laughs> I mean, something. Give me something. What is it? $10 Tuesday? They still got the $10 Tuesday. They still do $10 Tuesday. So you can go through it. Smoking herb. Hey, I'm a Roni Roni Ron. Oh, that's right. That's right. Roni Roni Ron. So, yeah, just be sure to also follow, like, share, and subscribe. And smash. Hey, YouTube Parental Advisory Podcast. So, thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week where we're actually going to talk about uh, filtering out negative influences. So that should be a good one. That should be a good one. There are a lot of them out here. Real finicky. (laughs) And with this internet and social media, man, it's hard to control. So we're going to touch on that. So everybody, you know, thanks for tuning in. Have a good week and we will check with you next week. Yay.